Good evening. Nice to be with you. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Those incredible habits of colonialism, that finger wagging, it's amazing. Joe Biden, Obama, Trump, I forgot, Bush, 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 Clinton, and so on. They seem to go to school somewhere where they learn to wag their finger. They can't talk to us without wagging their finger, telling us how to behave. When I listen to them speak, including Emmanuel Macron and Liz Truss, Liz Truss, even the Queen of England met Liz Truss and died. Within hours of meeting her, she couldn't take it anymore. They seem to have this habit of speaking to us like that. And sometimes when I listen to them speak like that, I feel like that little boy in shorts, infantilized, old colonial habits. Anytime we stand up and say we're people, we're human beings as well. We have plans, we have projects. They say, sit down, sit down, listen to us. Such a pleasure today to listen to our comrades, comrade Carlos, comrade Bruno from the great revolutionary experiments and processes in Venezuela and Cuba. So great. So great to finally listen to world leaders who are adults. So great. So great. So great to listen to our comrades Claudia and Kristen. And you know what? Let me tell you something. When I say that they have this habit of wagging their fingers, I also want to say they're deeply mediocre people. You know, Joe Biden is a deeply mediocre man. There's something deeply unsettling about how mediocre the leaders of the United States are. I mean, look at Ted Cruz. What is this? Who are these people? And in a way, it's the people of the United States that's failing themselves. When you have the possibility of electing Claudia and Kristen to be your president and vice president, instead of that, instead of that, instead of amazing people like this, you send Joe Biden to what they call the White House. When they're the presidents, it'll be called the People's House. The House of White Supremacy. The White Supremacy House. Joe Biden wagging his fingers, telling everybody how to live, claiming the word democracy for themselves. Who gave them the right to claim the word democracy? Democracy is our word. Who gave them the right to destroy the word human with their propagandic phrase, human rights? Human rights is our word. That's our phrase. They shouldn't sully these words in their mouths. 
Democracy. What democracy? What democracy? The democracy of money. The democracy of money. Buying elections. Bribing politicians. That's this democracy. How can you claim to be a democracy when you have people who are hungry in your country? How can you claim to be a democracy when you have people who are hungry in your country? How is that a democracy? What kind of perversion makes you say democracy when you allow people to be hungry, when you allow them to have no houses, when you allow them to take refuge in cocaine? And then you go and bomb Colombia. What gives you the right to use the word democracy? Next year is the 200th anniversary. 200 years. It's the 200th anniversary of the dreaded Monroe Doctrine. 200 years ago, the United States decided that it owns the Americas. And by the way, it was not just a speech made by James Monroe. Shortly thereafter, the United States conducted a war of aggression. Did you hear Biden say the United States never conducted a war of aggression? <laughs> Mediocre. Mediocre. Lying about his own history. I know his history better than him. Mediocre, unimpressive, lying about his history. He says, United, just a few decades after the Monroe Doctrine, the United States in an aggressive war against Mexico seizes almost half the territory of Mexico. And then they call them California and so on. Occupied Mexico. When is Mexico going to claim that land back? When is that going to be back on the table? And then coup d'etat after coup d'etat after coup d'etat. From Guatemala to Brazil to Chile, Operation Condor. How many governments have you overthrown today, Joe? How many governments have you overthrown today, Joe? How many illegal aggressive wars have you sanctioned, Joe? Did you vote to illegally bomb and destroy Iraq, Joe? Did you bomb illegally Libya and destroy that country, Joe? What are you doing today, Joe? Mediocre. Destroying the world and calling that democracy. That is not democracy. That is a perversion of the idea of democracy. The Monroe Doctrine next year. 200 years. When is this country going to grow up? When is this country going to grow up? When is this country going to recognize that it actually is not a country on the hill? Give it up. You're just ordinary people. You're just people. You're just like the Mexicans. You're just like the Cubans. You're just like the Venezuelans. Relax. There's nothing special about the United States. Relax, guys. Relax. Relax. Take it easy. You'll have a lot less stress. Relax. You don't need 
a Monroe Doctrine. You don't need a global Monroe Doctrine. We don't need global NATO. We don't need US warships in the South China Sea. We don't need that. We don't need any of that. We don't want war. We want peace. Let me tell you something strange that I just learned recently and I'm embarrassed to say I just learned it recently. I know that the United States spends almost a trillion dollars every year on war making. Almost a trillion dollars. But do you know what the budget of the United Nations is? Do you know what the budget of the United Nations? United Nations is supposed to be an institution, a global institution to build peace. The United Nations annual budget, my friends, is $3 billion. $3 billion to build peace, $1 trillion just by the United States to produce war. You can't eat in this country. You can't find a house to live in in this country. You can't go to school and study without going to debt in this country. But you can bomb any country in the world. Well done. Well done, guys. Great. The greatest country in the world is the greatest country, not because there's no hunger in it, but because you can destroy any other country in the world. Well done. Those are your values. The values of a country are not to be measured by its constitution. The values of a country are to be measured by its budget. And the United States spends half its budget trying to destroy the world. It spends half its money trying to destroy the world and then wags the finger and talks about democracy. Do you see how strange this looks from outside the United States? Do you see how weird this is? People look at this and think, who's this guy Biden? This is crazy. He's mediocre. He's wagging his finger. He's telling us about democracy. And right outside my window is a warship that's ready to destroy my family. Bizarre. It's bizarre and uncomfortable and painful. I'm speaking to you on behalf of another process. You see, we don't want to deal with humanity as a security problem, as a problem that requires war, as a problem that requires policing. There are real dilemmas of humanity. Those dilemmas of humanity need to be transcended with a politics of love. Socialism is a politics of love. Socialism is not about hate. It's not about fear. Socialism is about love. These mediocre imperialists fear love. They promote hate. They promote hatred. They don't understand love. They don't understand compassion. They don't know what it means to stay awake every night trying to make sure everybody's got something to eat. They don't understand that. I'm speaking to you from the process called the International People's Assembly. We are about 500 political, social organizations around the world. What we're committed to is expanding our ranks. We want to build our movements. You see, the point for us 
and this is where we live by observing accompanying amplifying revolutionary developments in venezuela and cuba we amplify we accompany we learn from because we understand the point is not to criticize mediocrity alone what's the point of being obsessed with them the real question is what are we doing are we going to the people and saying look at them they are so terrible no that's not going to lift anybody up we go to the people and say this is what we want to do we want to build we want to build with love we want socialism you see my friends many years ago my great hero ho chi minh he's a great hero of mine and if you clap for him i'll be really happy um, to comrade ho chi minh ho oh, oh, ho ho chi minh we will fight we will win uh, some italian communists came to see ho chi minh the year before he died and as with many people they came to offer their solidarity with the struggle of the vietnamese against the imperialist war machine i know you've experienced this kind of solidarity because people came to ho chi minh and they said what can we do to help the vietnamese revolution that's a sincere question coming from these italian comrades they met ho chi minh in hanoi and if you know anything about ho chi minh's life he lived in a very humble hut right through his life he met people there he would take out from his pocket i don't have one here but he would twirl a cigarette around you know and he used to always say my one concession to us imperialism is i like lucky strikes uh, so, so very sincerely these italian comrades said to him how do we help the revolution in vietnam and ho chi minh smiling at them said go home and make a revolution ho chi minh said go home and make a revolution comrades comrades friends comrades listen to me it's one thing for us to come to our comrades from venezuela and cuba and say we are with you comrade la lucha sigue it's one thing for us to say we are with you chavez vive fidel but what are we going to do it's one thing to say we stand with you and it's another thing for you to say i'm going to get this mediocre shit out of my lives i'm going to get this mediocre shit out of my lives you have to build power we want to win we are not socialists in order to just criticize we are socialists because we want to win and you can win you can win you must win you must win my friends socialism socialism might be love socialism might be a process socialism might be wise but it has to also be secured it's not a choice that comes before us rosa luxemburg said it's either socialism or barbarism you know 
It's really interesting. Every time an American president takes office, you always think this is the worst it's ever going to be. You know, you remember when Reagan was there. Oh my God, it can't get worse than Reagan. And really, I mean, honestly, could it ever have? And then arrives, well, Bush 2. And people said, it can't get worse than Bush 2. Now, you're going to think in your heads that next comes Trump. It can't get worse than Bush 2. Then you get Obama. Wow. <laughs> Every time there's a US president, it seems to get worse and worse. Every time there's a US president, it seems to get worse and worse. So when Rosa Luxemburg said many years ago, it's socialism or barbarism. When Trump was the president, I thought, this is it. This is barbarism. The choice has been made. There's no more choice between socialism and barbarism. This is barbarism. But friends, the choice is not made because humans are obstinate and we have to fight and we will fight and we will fight because socialism isn't a choice, Rosa. Socialism is not a choice, Rosa. Socialism is a necessity. Thank you very much.